Blog Talk Radio. Between the Worlds Hotel Con. So, yeah, yeah we're big fans of the concept. We really are. 
and it just totally yeah. knew that we knew our our population in the festivals in Florida and the southeast was you know wanting that option to be indoors and not have to camp and and schlep all your stuff and i I mean we all love outdoor festivals too, like those are the kinds of things we also organize, but there are definitely um big advantages for accessibility and comfort when you're doing it in hotels. Oh, absolutely. And you can have your own evening entertainment. Um, if you're lucky enough to have a, a conference in a hotel that has restaurants, even better, like yes. you do at Mr. South, you guys have that as well. So talk about the location of where the festival is going to be. I've already mentioned that it's going to be from June 8th through June 11th. Tell me about how to get there, where it is in Orlando. Give me all the details. <laughs> sure, we are um we're at a double tree that's be, uh very near the airport. So it's Double Tree Orlando Airport with uh a free shuttle from the airport, which has been awesome for our guests and our headliners. Um they also have a free shuttle that carries you anywhere within a mile or so radius and there's like hundreds of restaurants around there. Probably 20 minutes or so to the parks. We wanted to be in a place where you know, if your non-witchy family were there with you, they could go to, you know, Harry Potter World or Disney or something during the day while you're witching it up cool. on site. And um, so it's it's super easy. It's easy to get to. There's tons of parking. It's a really comfortable, beautiful hotel with a, a big, giant atrium, a restaurant, a Starbucks, a pool, it's, and the, the hotel staff have been great. Like Orlando is one of those places where, you know, they're they're just they'll take anybody's money. That's what that city's about. It's about having fun and <laughs> being open. And so we had a bunch of the hotel staff come and shop at our magical marketplace. We have had just fantastic nice. relations with them, and um, so that's been really a, a joy. And so we're right back there again this year. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned the part about they're not judgy and they will take the money because, you know, in different states right now, people are somewhat going through a hard time depending on, you know, what side of the political aisle they're on. So it's nice to know that there's a safe, comfortable place in Orlando for folks to go to. I think that's really important to point out. So when you guys decided to to organize this festival, was it because – you were lacking one in your area, and did you already have experience doing this, or did you come to this fresh as like, I think we can pull this off? We had no idea what we were doing. We were <laughs> oh, <already>. really? <laughs> but, I hey, know. Well, we figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've done a couple – I did a this is Raina. I did a couple of hotel um conventions for the Covenant of the Goddess where they move their annual thing every year it's in a different place and often it has to be a business meeting too so we um not just me but me with a whole bunch of other people we organized a couple of them in Fort Lauderdale. So I kind of knew a little bit about the whole health hotel thing and getting contracts and you know that that part of it. But yes, it was definitely a new thing for all of us. In a way, so, so this you, is Trish here, but we, I mean, yeah. I was going to say, I, I have a festival that I host. It's an outdoor event twice a year that I've been doing for about 12 years, and Bobby Joe's been um, involved in. 
so my my festival is North Florida. Bobby Joe's hers area is like Central Florida, and Raina has their hers down in in South Florida. So as far as like contact and and knowing how to like coordinate the whole event itself, it to me was like very similar. It's just a new site to really um, to to move to, and just like put the template of an outdoor on top of of an indoor um, event. So. It, to, to me, it's been kind of – it's the same thing, you know, the marketing, the, the contacts, the contracts, all that that stuff has to happen regardless of where you are. And it's um, right. it's been fun for me, yeah. Really? But having <laughs> – I would think that this is – I would think it's like herding cats, quite frankly, because I don't think folks <laughs> really? realize everything that goes in – yeah, because I don't think people realize. What, well, you're you're good at it now because you've been doing it. Right, but I'm exactly. When you first yeah. get into a, a venture like this, it must be rather daunting because I don't think folks know. Um, you know, folks who just attend, for example, I don't think just attendees know what really goes into making one of these festivals That's happen. That's true. And yes. it is a lot of work. I mean, the learning curve. I'm sorry. I said it's a lot of work, but it is fun. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's good. I I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> now, my happy ass wants to show up and be a presenter, and that's basically what I do. It's like, yeah, nah. Um, you guys, you guys can do all the hard work, and I will send you lots of love and appreciation. But yeah, that is more. I mean, I've got a full time gig between my day thing and my podcast and the other shit I do, I got a lot going on. Um, so many kudos for you guys. Yeah. You have families that you're, that you're raising and, you know, people you're taking care of, and I'm sure everybody's got a day gig as well, plus you're organizing separate festivals, plus you're organizing this festival. That just sounds like a tremendous undertaking and more work than most people ever want to do in life. But we do. I you, do have to say that our 18 children are all adults now, so we're not, we don't have anybody still really in the nest. So that that's a huge okay, thing. Cool. <laughs> we got to put that out. Yeah, that there's no yeah, way that yeah. this would have happened when the kids were little. Definitely no way. This is a this is a whole life in and of itself and I really appreciate that Ray because you're you know you, you're right it's it's um it's fun but it is a lot of work I think the part that yeah. most people totally don't understand is that there's a there's a financial stress to it that um is in, sure. kind of intense <laughs> and yeah. so oh yeah there's insurance um, I mean you yeah. guys have to you're, you guys are responsible for securing uh, the location, there's insurance that has to be organized, there's, you know, workshops that have to be, and we'll get to that in a minute about the workshops and everything, but there's yeah. so much to do. You've got to secure your talent. You have to negotiate with your talent. You've got to mm-hmm. decide what you can do, you know, what you can do for them and how that's going to fit into the scope of what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, because it's really all a growth opportunity for fellow pagans to come and enjoy and learn and shop because pagan businesses are very important. And, I, you know, I, I hear this bullshit sometimes from other folks about how, well, you know, we shouldn't be trying to make money. Stop that. Yes, we should. 
Yes, yes we, we should. Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. People do not understand the detail and attention that has to go into the organizing of a festival. It's not like we just all decided to show up at a place and agree on what we were going to do. <laughs> There's a whole lot more to it than that, and I think most people don't understand that. I mean, these things are designed to be fun for the attendees, absolutely, whether you're a presenter or not. But it's important to show appreciation to the people that actually put up the money, did all of the research, got all of the talent, found you a comfortable place to be, you know, and, and you're, you know, people don't realize there's a certain amount you have to guarantee and secure to get a hotel on board. You know, you've got to make arrangements for talent to have them get on board, and it's got to be a place where people want to go. So when I show you that appreciation, seriously, I hope folks at Between the World are appreciating their organizers. I hope your, your folks appreciate what you do. Um, I hope mm -hmm. our Atlanta folks and surrounding area appreciate Mr. South Conference. I mean, folks don't realize what goes into it. It's, it's pretty daunting when you look at it from when you first yeah. start learning about it and hearing about it. But y'all are brave. It's a year-long year so, yeah. job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The minute one ends, you, you start planning the next one, right? Yes. It, yes. It's yeah. year-long marketing, and, yeah, it's, the marketing is huge component too and getting social media posts and these podcasts and and yeah. we sent letters to a bunch of, of metaphysical stores around the state asking for them to you know sponsor come see us and all that and we got some pretty good responses to that it was exciting That's to meet the local wonderful. stores and then have them come vend yeah you know since this That's is desperate great house witches i'm gonna go out and say something here like ray you probably remember that phrase the zipless fuck that erica jong put oh, in uh, here why yeah so i, I feel like do, a, actually <laughs> i think i feel like you know and what that that like she said that because everybody wants there to be this everybody has a fantasy of like you just show up and you just have sex and like there's no you know nothing planned and nothing has to be talked about and it, no oh, responsibility, yeah. no consequences. Whole, yeah, no last names, no phone number. <laughs> it happens in, a, it, in its own vacuum of time. It happens, and then it's, the, oh, honey, let me tell you what, I'm old enough to have had a couple of those. But, yeah, in reality, there's, a, there's always the more. <laughs> so I feel like organizing a festival is kind of like that. Like you're trying to create this experience that people think it just organically happens. Like they're just, the magic is just like, oh, we're all together and poof, something incredible is just there. But actually there's yeah. a, a fuck ton of work that goes into organizing it. But in, in a way it's not quite the same because I guess people do want like a calendar. You know, I mean, they want a schedule to know what's happening. Sure. <laughs> But they do want the spontaneous. I'd like to see that translate. <laughs> yeah. And my dance card. Anyway, yes. Calendars and schedules are very important to events because they, they, yeah. We try to go paperless and we get a lot of backlash with that. Because they want they want something to read and hold. But then you're finding those schedules all over the place and it's such trash. It, you know, that's an organizer thing. What do we do? Do we spend the money on these beautiful programs or just do QR codes 
and, you know, put some schedules in the back of bathroom stalls so that people can see, you know, things that, things that you're like, okay, how much do we spend? Is, this, is, is the value there for our people, you know, our guests? So that's, that's funny. Well, I've, got to, I've, I've got to imagine that if you post your schedule of your workshop, that folks have it together enough to be able to print it. I mean, most homes have a printer at this point. I print my own schedules when I go somewhere, so I don't really think it's any – I mean, if you've provided the information online, I don't think it's anybody else's responsibility to have to hold your hand that far to print it for you. Folks should be able to print their own stuff or put it up, you know – Listen, you've got a cell phone. If you've got a cell phone, and I don't know anyone who doesn't at this point, you can certainly look at it in your calendar. Plus the classes you want into your calendar and, and use mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's, yeah, there's a lot of, you would be surprised. Lot of expectations. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of expectations <laughs> from folks that are sometimes realistic and sometimes maybe not so realistic. I don't know, um, but in any event, this is and this is just one little thing we're talking about. Imagine having to figure out, okay, where's the best place for us to hold this? Will there be room mm. to accommodate workshops? Will there be room to accommodate vendors? There's so much planning. You can't just walk into a hotel space and say, yeah, we'll figure it out. No, you gotta look at it. You gotta no. measure it. You gotta know what size what size yes. boots are gonna have. There's so many mm-hmm. details. There's so many details. Okay. So now that I have praised you and hopefully given folks reason to understand why there should be so much appreciation, let's talk about the actual festival you guys have going on. Tell me about your headliners. Okay. Can we interrupt we for do? a commercial um Yes, oh, sorry, Raina. Commercial. 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 No, commercial. 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 And we've been advertising this podcast. And so if you email us by midnight, Saturday, April 8th, at Summer Magic Fest, so magic is M-A-G-I-C-K, fest, F-E-S-T, at gmail.com, with the word pineapple, that's the magic word, is pineapple, you'll be entered to win. And we'll draw two names on Sunday the 9th so that you can attend the festival um, for free. So keep that in mind. Okay, now back to you. I love pineapple. I love pineapple. I love pineapple. Wonderful. We love pineapples in the morning and the evening and at the festival. So, okay, back to this. Tell me, yeah, pineapples are delicious. So just in case anybody missed it, we'll be doing this commercial again in 20 minutes. Okay, so tell me about your headliners and how you decide on headliners because I'm sure everybody and their moms submit to you guys. I One thing I think is very cool and different about this festival is that um, so we're going into our second year, and when we uh, 
I'll talk. I'll I'll say something in a second about it, our headliners last year. But when we were planning the second year, we said, you know, one of the things that is really cool that very rarely is done is when you get to work with a headliner for a second time. Like a lot of a lot of festivals have headliners once and then they don't come back for you know, maybe ever, or sometimes it's, you know, 10 years or something. But if you could work with the said, same headliner more than once, especially the really great people, you can deepen your, your learning from them. And, you know, we're in Florida, even though we have a huge pagan community, we also don't have that many teachers. So ah. we invited mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. a couple of headliners um, from our first year so that they could do that kind of, that thing exactly, like work more deeply with people who had been um, at the first Summer Magic Fest. And then we also added some new people. So I think that um, I'm happy about that. I hope it works out for people this year that they feel like when they get to work with Eva Dominguez and Yeshe Matthews again, you know, they'll feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with them, like they already kind of know them, they know the vibe, and then, you know, they can just get right into the work. And both Eva and Yeshe can offer things that are a little deeper for those folks than they did Mm -hmm. the first year. So. That that was one of the things that's I think distinctive about our festival. Yes, yes, it is. I'm a huge fan. Huge so, fan of Evo. He is wonderful. Um, he is beautiful. He's a beautiful human being. He is beautiful. What's that? He really is. <laughs> Love him to pieces. So um, we also yeah, have continue, a please. couple um, Florida people which has been great. We kind of like to keep it close to home, too, because we have Florida teachers also. Uh, so we have um, Kobe Michael, who is, mm. um, yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. He, let me, yeah. he is an herbalist the of the poison, poison Path. Yes. The Poison Path. Is, is, love him. Love him. He's wonderful. Yeah, so he has a couple books. He's got a great website. He's a very intelligent um, and powerful uh, magician, which uh, that um, we're so excited to have come to our festival. And then we also have another local, um, uh, Melis Karn, who does a podcast with Alexander Cabot called This Old Witch. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. Eddie, Eddie, oh, well, Mel, Melis, Melis, I'm sorry. Um, he no, you he, gotta uh, why, has been you gotta to explain his name change. Yes, yeah, so he was recently initiated and is, has changed um, to um, Malis Karn as, as his as his name that he'd like to be um, be going as right now. So we did change on our website. It did say his old his his dead name, and now it has his new name. So if anybody's been following our uh, our posts and stuff, that's why there's been a change. So they requested to have the name changed. So anyway. This uh-huh. old witch uh, with Alexander Cabot, who's coming down from um, New England, I believe, and then uh, Malis will be doing a podcast from our uh, festival, also, um, which is fantastic. And then we have some other local speakers like uh, Oracle and uh, Stars by Joseph. What is Joseph? You can tell me more about that, Raina. He's a I'm fantastic sorry? astrologer. About... But I want to talk about oh, one other yeah. headliner. <clears throat> so I'm a huge fan of um, the Southern Gothic Oracle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And I know tons of people are too. And so we invited Stacey Williams in to, um, to come, and she's going to talk about the process of creating the Southern Gothic Oracle and the Southern Botanic Oracle 
and then she just has a new she just has a new oracle um project that was funded in like a half an hour on Kickstarter or some insanity like that. She's really like wow. hot right now. Um super uh-huh. funny person, another Sagittarian. She does great social media. Um anyway, she's gonna talk about like the artistic process um and in creating Oracle decks. Ooh. Very nice. Oh That'll wow. That's yes. I, I'm yes. a fan. Yes. I'm a, I'm a fan of Stacey, and, and I think she's fantastic. And I I would love to be down there with you guys because I would love to. I mean, the workshops sound fantastic, but I think the shopping is going to be off the chain. <laughs> off the chain. That's true. Bobby, do you want to talk about the musical? Bobby, are you still with us? Do you want to talk about the musical guest? Oh, S.J. Tucker. S.J. Tucker will be with yes! us. Um, and uh, she will do our main concert Saturday night. And then we have Alexian, who will be our entertainment during our meet and greet, um, it, which which happens. Then we also have hors d'oeuvres at our meet and greet, lots of great food. So it will be a pretty nice event. Oh, that so sounds fantastic. And, and, and both of them will be doing um, – SJ is going to do a ritual for us as one of the workshops, and then uh, she also has another workshop as, as well as Alexi. And so not only are they going to be providing entertainment, they'll be part of the um, the program too. So anybody who's in love with SJ like me, I'm such a huge fan. We get to do, like, more intimate workshop with her. And she's super friendly too, so very approachable. I love that. Yeah, I mean, we tend to be fairly friendly folks in the community. I mean, not everyone is for everybody, but, yeah, I, I, I tend to think that, you know, pagans in general, when you've been a member of a of a group of people who have to be afraid of some parts of the general public, yeah, you kind of should have a, a level of empathy and care for each other. I know not everyone agrees with that. It could be my hippie old ass just thinking that, but whatever. Um but I certainly appreciate, well, I mean, you know, I'm right. It's true. Some people are, you know, very, listen, we're one of the first communities to come out and talk about mental health, um, you know, being on the spectrum, being neurodivergent. You know, we kind of trust each other to a certain extent with certain aspects of our lives that we don't necessarily share in the general public. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they're groovy folks. And it sounds like you have great music happening. That's wonderful. It sounds like you've got great rituals happening. Also wonderful. Um, so, yeah, that's, know, that's one of the things I'd like to um, just point out, too, is we do have quite a few different uh, rituals. I mean, our, our uh, purpose for being is to support all earth-centered um spirituality so we have we have um like five or six seven different rituals like um alexander cabot's going to be doing a cabot ritual we have a druid ritual we have a um hecate summer devotional ritual and i have um yes the um oh my gosh what's your your um reina temple b (laughs) it's pepe the Santerian? 
correct me. Yeah, yeah, we have um, oh. we have a Lukumi teacher who who sets up an altar. Capito yes. um, or or Jose Antonio Leva, who's been uh, is from a family of practitioners in Miami, and um, that's been pretty cool because there's not too much crossover between the Afro-Diasporic community yes. and the Wiccan pagan community yet. You know, mm-hmm. maybe in a few places like there was out in PantheaCon back in the day, but then um, not so much mm-hmm. in Florida, even though there's a ton of people who are Wiccan, who are Hispanic, or yeah. people who are doing both things or whatever. Anyway, we like to provide a space for people that's a safe space so they can learn about Lukumi and Centuria, ask questions in a safe and comfortable environment, um, you know, cross-pollinate a bit and, um, you know, like cat crowd the commonalities instead of our differences. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's great. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. You know, there's not enough play because I think a lot of us got burned at the. I will tell you that particular Pantheacon that lives in infamy is the first and only Pantheacon I ever attended. And oh no, oh, that's no. you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, everybody knows which one I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, we call it we we call it the incident, as you know. <laughs> yeah, it was very unpleasant. It burnt everybody out. I thought on Pantheon who had been there. There, I don't think a lot of people who were there that year showed up again in force ever after that. And and you know we see what happened to it. Pantheon is no longer a thing which is unfortunate, you know, it's really important that we try to breed a loving and more accepting experience in our community for all the different practitioners in our community. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. listen, I'm Hell saying, yes. if, you're not hurting, if you're not hurting children or animals, do you, boo, enjoy yourself, <laughs> be happy. Exactly. And no one should tell yes. you, you know, I mean, and listen, I'm not even saying that certain people shouldn't have exactly what they want. But you can't do that bullshit in a public space. You just can't. <laughs> You've got, you know, if you're going to do a certain kind of thing and you only want to cater to a certain kind of person, you can do that in your own space on your own time. But don't ask everybody in a public setting to have to buy into that. That's, that was really joy. Yeah. So thank you for having a space where people can be safe and be able to express themselves in their own spiritual path. It's super important to not exclude. Super important. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much. It is a that that you bring up a really interesting point about like I know that infamous Pantheon is a lesson to anybody who organizes events. and something we think about in terms of like we got to serve our population, but we also want to like expand their horizons, but we don't want to do that too fast. And you know, it's it's really interesting. Like that came up this year. We want to do. We had the suggestion to do a panel discussion panel on sacred plant medicine, which fits right in mm-hmm. with the festival because you know we have Kobe and and other workshops. Eva's going to do one on plant medicine. Yeshe teaches about plant medicine, yep. and so we thought you know plus psychedelics are having like a renaissance right now there's so much amazing magic and healing going on with psychedelics 
um, that what? we, you know, we thought, Who let's, you know, if we have the right people, let's let's bring this together. So we have it on the schedule, and we're, <laughs> we're hoping people are receptive and cool with it. Um, there is an actual tripping? church of ayahuasca in Orlando, so we're hoping that they will be nice. involved. I What's going on? Orlando. Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> Girl, you're talking my shit. No, are you it's... heading back in the day? Woo! We were yes, <laughs> baby, back in the seventies and eighties. What do you think we were doing on a Saturday night? Come on. We were tripping. Ray, you should come and join our panel. You can talk about the way it was and the way it could be in the future. (laughs) No doubt. Oh, are you kidding? Hey, you know the secret word. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Unfortunately, I I would love to. You know what? If I had had more of a, a, a heads up about the festival, that would have been really something cool that I would have been definitely planning but unfortunately with the work situation right i still have a full-time job so you know with the work situation oh, and scheduling yeah. unfortunately i can't i can't make it this year but oh baby i want to hear back <laughs> about that yes i did i did not know that psychedelics were coming back i thought they were gone back in like the 90s 2000 people have been like okay we're done with this bullshit no, baby, bring that back. Peace and love. Yes. Bring back the good shit. Well, it's, yes. this, it's coming back. It's coming um, back as sacred plant medicine. So there's a new spin on it. It's like it's it's cool. it's for um, yeah, but it's for personal like, growth and empowerment, the, right? Yeah, it's treating, but <laughs> yeah. in clinical senses, like treating depression, treating yes. PTSD. Mm-hmm. They've had incredible results with PTSD and um, by using like hallucinogens of various kinds or, and, and also MDMA, but um, in, in like helping people just break through, you know, and get to the other side, which is amazing. And what our path, you know, we've always been about this. And so it's, you know, yeah. we need to be part yeah. of that conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. And I could give a, I could give an hour talk on MDMA uh, by myself. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll, we'll schedule that next year. Yeah. I would say here's well, some future um, material. <laughs> oh, well, no, no. See, back in the day, back in back in the 70s, I was actually friends with the people who were making that drug. So I used to test their batches many, many years ago. Oh, it's a long. It's oh, now. my. It's too long to go into now, but. Oh, yes. So I know the good shit from the bad shit because I've had both shit. Anyway, it is, it is a piece of love kind of thing. Uh, it's not, and I am not telling people to take drugs. I'm merely relaying what happened to me in the 70s. I don't know what things are made out of now. Please exercise extreme caution. Know who you're dealing with. Know what you're dealing with, no matter what the substance mm-hmm. is. Anything from alcohol to pot to whatever, um, please, please, please do not get stuff off unknown people in the street. It's not the way it oh, was no. 40 plus years no. ago, 50 plus years ago. So please exercise caution. This is not an endorsement of drugs. This is merely me stating what happened to me. What happened to me was it was the situation where we took it 
and in a group, of course, and it was, you could solve any problem. Like, we wanted to give it to politicians to, like, solve all the ills all over the world. It was that kind of thing. Now, I don't know what it's like now, but anything that promotes peace and love and, and not blowing each other up or hurting each other because we're not like each other is a good thing. So, that's, you know, mm-hmm. sorry, didn't mean to get off track with that. Speaking of getting on no, track, we need bad. to talk about it's commercial time, baby. It's commercial time. <laughs> yes, commercial. Okay. I am going to, uh, if you have been listening, uh, it's time for the magic word that will allow you to enter to win a free registration to Summer Magic 2023. Email us by midnight on Saturday April 8th, that's this Saturday, at Summer Magic Fest. Magic is spelled with a K, summermagicfest at gmail.com. With the word pineapple, and you will be entered to win. We're going to draw two days. Pineapple. Pineapple. Everybody loves pineapple. That's the magic word. We're going to draw two names on Sunday for free registration to the festival. So just a quick question. (laughs) Pineapple, does it belong on pizza? Yes. No. Absolutely. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, we're split. Oh, we're split. What is that about? Oh, my gosh. All right. I say Pineapple no. I say no. We embrace the diversity. We embrace the diversity. Everybody's good. It's See, all good. You can love it or hate it. All are welcome. There's no judgment. All are welcome. You eat your, no you eat your pineapple. Ray, I just want to... Ray, I just want to circle back for one second to what you said that was so smart is that the the part of the part of part of the point of having a sacred plant medicine panel is to mm-hmm. share the wisdom that people have who may not have had the best of experiences and also the training that right. is available in how to have a good experience. So we want to make sure people know safety yeah. guidelines, setting guidelines, how to make the experience sacred includes having it be safe. So that's really the, exactly. the I think what will happen in terms of information that's conveyed. You know, and it's well so said. smart and important to do that. Well said. That That's super important yeah. to point out. And you're going to laugh because the person who taught me about tripping was my seventh grade <laughs> science teacher. She gave us a <laughs> class on tripping. Oh no! It was amazing. This was this this guy had his 70s. own kind of issues, but he was he was a great. Te- it was the seventies. He was a great teacher, and he said the first time you trip, always have a person there who is sober to be the control person in case you freak out, you OD, you this, you that. Such important details that I was taught in the seventh grade. You. Let me tell you what, you would go to jail now if you were a yes. teacher giving that kind of information. But I will tell you, that instruction saves many lives. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, the things I learned in the seventh grade, I actually passed on to my adult children, you know, like the first time they were like, um, we're going to trip, and I'm like, well, I'm going to stay sober because I have to, somebody has to be sober in the room when you trip. 
And they were like, oh, how cool. And they have passed formation along to their friends over time. So, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. If you give them the information, though, they can do stuff safely. It's important. And plant, listen, Toby and I talked about his first book. And, you know, I, I asked him, did you ever accidentally get too much of something in your system? And, you know, he gives a great conversation about that and, and needing to exercise caution and, and, you know, know what you can mix, what you can't mix. So I think his workshop will probably be off the chain. And he's just a great person. Yeah, super excited. Super excited for that's, that. That's, yep. That's really wonderful. So when, how many workshops do you, do you have scheduled for each day? <laughs> We Uh-oh. start Thursday night with four because our, 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 uh-huh. um, we have two at 4 p.m. and then we have two at 9 p.m. And then the following day we have about 10. 10. And we keep oh. our schedule so we only do two, two workshops at a time period so that people don't have to, like, uh-huh. really choose. I, I've been to conferences where there's, like, four in one hour and you want to do them all, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> So we really try to, to make it so that everybody gets to see our headliners um, and the work that they do. But, yeah, we start at 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the morning with, like, yoga stuff, um, two different t- nice. types of yoga classes, and then we go till 11 o'clock at night because we do a 10 p.m. Uh, workshop slot for um, wow. some rituals. Yes. So we go yeah. kind of late because there's night owls. And if you come in from California, like some of our people, they don't want to go to bed at 6 Eastern time or whatever. <laughs> they don't want it to be over. That's they don't want true. it to be over at 6. Yeah, yeah the so late really night trying Hikate. to track everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. the late night Hecate ritual was really popular um, with, you know, lots mm-hmm. of Hecate, Hecate heads are up late anyway. So that, that worked out. Um, yeah, we only have the two tracks and I, I like that aspect too. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's great. Every event is a little different, but um, with this one, we also are, we, we hand choose every single workshop. So I know most festivals do this, but like we don't really have an open call because we, we know we want to maximize the headliners. All the headliners are doing two or three workshops each. And then we want to, um, you know, get, create a balance. So we want to have the Santeria, we want to have the Druid path, we want to have the Salemic path, we want to, you know, so those things get fitted in. And then we invite a few other people to present. And it ends up, what I think is like a really high level of uh, quality for the workshop. If I do say yes, so myself. it does. Yes. <laughs> so do, do people come and day trip to your festival? Is that an option? Yes, Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're like, who's going to answer that one? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have day passes for Friday and Saturday. So, and you can buy those okay. separately and stay. Huh? Yeah, we, there's, a, there's a big sorry, uh, community Finish. in Orlando. This is, yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a big community in Orlando, so we, we know that not everybody needs to stay at the hotel, so we wanted them to be able to, to day trip for and come over and see. Like Saturday is our biggest day, so they might come all day Friday or all day Saturday. Right. How many people do you expect? Uh, have you have you sold? I'm assuming you've probably sold most of your tickets at this point. How many people are you expecting? 
I hear laughter. <laughs> I, I know. It's funny. It, it's hard. Um, so we're expecting 200. And um, so, so we have we have this option called the, the golden ticket where you can upgrade your ticket. And so at the hotel, we have the top floor. We have the presidential suite. And this is where we are. We cater breakfast and lunch for our headliners and for our staff. And we sell 15 golden tickets. So anybody who buys these tickets can participate in this as well. So they can come up, be fed breakfast and lunch, and get to spend more time with the headliners in, um, in this space. Uh, so that's super exciting to have that option uh, for people to purchase. And it also comes with some, like, we usually have books. Last year we gave out gorgeous, uh, huge uh, pool towels and, and uh, sunblock uh, stickers, you know, Ooh. summer magic stickers. So it, it, this upgrade includes not only the, the two meals uh, and also some extra, like, headliner stuff. There were CDs from um, our one of our um, entertainment people last event too so the upgrade's a lot of fun get the hobnob <laughs> but there's and Trisha, there's just a couple of those through. left yet right do you guys mind yeah, there's probably like three of those. so 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 people have an idea of of what they could get and what they can spend do you guys mind going through the ticket prices oh sure you want me to do that because i'm yeah sure okay okay <laughs> I'm trying to get to our, our place. So the full event ticket is $125, and that uh-huh. gets you in Thursday afternoon, and you get to attend the, the rituals and everything starting on um, Thursday afternoon all the way through Sunday about noon. And then um, the upgrade for the Golden Pass to Mount Olympus, we call it Mount Olympus because it's the suite up in the sky, uh-huh. is an additional uh, – it's an additional um, $125 um, because that includes six meals, six catered meals. And um, and oh. what else does it? I'm just going to read. Swag bag. So catered lunch, yeah, in the bag, the gift bag. And so, and you have oh, access swag. to the VIP suite. Swag. Yeah, nice. swag, yeah. Um, and you have access to the the suite all the, the entire time, basically. So, and then our day passes are uh, seventy dollars a day, so you can come in for that. And that includes, like we said, it was it's about ten workshops. If you come in Friday, you get to hang out with with S J Tucker. If you come in on Saturday, then we have our our main ritual, um, which is going to be. And Raina, why don't you tell us about main ritual? I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, we have a but really, that, we really love ritual at this festival, and we um, want everybody to experience different, new, powerful ritual and the transformative effects it has. So this one this year is going to be um, focused on connecting with uh, the endangered species of Florida and the region, and um, raising cool. energy for their safety and protection and healing our relationship with the natural world that way. So um, there's an, a part of opening ritual that's an, going to include plants and connecting with plants, and then a part of closing ritual that's going to include stones and crystals, and, and it, they're all going to fit together in this beautiful mandala of different energies. But the main ritual in particular is going to be um, very sort of kind of there'll four be four, four clans related to four major animals and, yeah. Pretty That's cool, we hope. Beautiful. 
That sounds fantastic. Yes. So you guys really, I mean, this isn't just a, a, a weekend, an extended weekend away to, you know, go to witch camp. It's really, you guys have a theme, you've got a power working, you've got a lot of inclusion. It sounds like such a beautiful layout. I, I think you guys are going to be over the moon. Mm-hmm. So successful, so successful. And I think you guys really have put a ton of thought into it. Much appreciation and respect for all the work you've done to put it together. It just sounds like a great time. I love the idea of the Mount Olympus Golden Ticket. So how many tickets are left? (laughs) How many are how many are left for the how many three? Three. Are you listening? Three. We we only have three left. Do it. Oh, yes. Get in on it. So get in on it. If you want to yeah, hop, knob, and hang out, you need the golden <laughs> ticket. What a party y'all yeah. put on. That's, I'm impressed. But you know what time it is? It is commercial time. Hit it. It's time for <laughs> pineapple talk. <laughs> it's time for talking Don't about the last time, right? Yes, yep, the magic it. word. So if you are listening to this podcast and would like to be entered into a free uh, a contest for free tickets, you have to email Summer Magic Fest. Um, I'm going to spell this out, S-U-M-M-E-R-M-A-G-I-C-K-F-E-S-T, summermagicfest at gmail.com before midnight, Saturday, April 8th, with the magic word pineapple. Um, you can send a little gift. Or a picture of a pineapple too, make it fun for us. <laughs> and then we will draw two <laughs> names on Sunday the night. And you'll receive a free ticket and you can come join us. Sounds like fun, well, right? I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna interject for a minute. If you send a gift oh. and it for some reason does not come out correctly, we will not be accepting eggplants. We will not be accepting light bulbs. You may want to put the word pineapple in there with your gift just to avoid any kinds of confusion. I'm just a baseball bat will not be accepted. A zebra will not be accepted. Um, you know, pineapple. Anything but a pineapple. It's got to be a pineapple. Okay, we're very pineapple centric right now. It is the year of the pineapple. I just made that shit up, but you know what I'm saying. Make sure that they know when you send that email that it is, in fact, pineapple, but you mean to say and not some other crazy something. Okay? We got it. I we got the rules. We understand. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> making sure. sending six eggplants and thinking that that counts. No, no, no. no. We are very... We're very specific about this right now. Okay. All right. Oh, man. That's funny. Guys, hey, Ray, in the last few, we've got a few minutes left. In the last few minutes that we have left, what do you you want folks to know that we haven't covered yet? If we could just take a minute and mention our sponsors, I think that would be cool because we are super grateful that – Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's an amazing thing thing when you reach out to the community and say, hey, we're doing this event and, you know, help us make it happen. And people are just like, 
hell yes, we'll be there. We're, we're going to help you. And it's just, it feels like tremendous. So I want to mention our, our sponsors real quick. And of course, sponsorships are still available. If you want to um, learn more, just come to our website. But um, our sponsors website. include Give the website. Uh, the website Give is www.summermagicfest.org. <laughs> O-R-G. Summermagicfest.org. Cool. And um, right. so our well, sponsors include the Raven yes. Fairy, theravenfairy.com, which is a beautiful in-person store in Lakeland, amazing cool. store and healing center, basically full of classes, altars, little cool reading spaces, truly a beautiful space and beautiful spirit running that. Another sponsor is Spoonful of Magic, which are some members of the Ooh. community who have an Etsy store making cool, beautiful, magical items. Another sponsor is White Rose Witching. And get this, this is so cool. This is somebody who used to live in Florida but doesn't even live in Florida anymore, but who supports us and what we're trying to do about building community. Oh, wonderful. That's beautiful. Yes. And then another sponsor is Hecate's Wheel. Um, music yes. inspired by and dedicated to the goddess. We all love Hecate's Wheel, and they're incredible. They performed last year at Summer Magic. And then the last one right now, for now at least, is Crow's Crossroads, sorry, Crow's Crossroads Shop and Metaphysical Center, which is in Ocala. Again, somebody we know from our community who does really cool work, healing people, doing readings, and and has the shop, and they are supporting the festival. Yay, sponsors. Yay. Yay. We love you. We love sponsors. We love sponsors. I know. I have my own. I I got. I couldn't do anything without my sponsor. Absolutely. It's so important right. to support things going on in the community. So anybody in Florida, you can visit www.summermagicmagicwithakfest.org and become a sponsor. I know there's swag on the website. T-shirts. What what do you got going on for swag? What's happening? Oh well, yeah, we do have stuff. a. Yeah, go ahead, Trina. Go no, go ahead, Trisha. I was, I was going to say we do for swag. I mean, we do have a um, summer magic fest artist, artist shop link on our website where you can yeah. get T-shirts, um, all sorts of like bags and. I like stickers. I like the stickers. <laughs> What else? <laughs> Cups? Yep, anyway, yes. Yep. So, um, so, yeah, that's on our website, too. But the swag yeah. bag, One quick, that's something. Nope. Swag bag is that's, a That's thing. a surprise. That's, that's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Who designed, who designed your logo for Summer Fest, Summer Magic Fest? Uh, we paid a graphic artist, um, through a website to do that I, they're through fiverr.com so I don't actually know the person's name but um, yeah we, we love that logo um, it's beautiful it's really beautiful you guys have an eye for detail you definitely have a head for detail putting this whole thing together it just sounds like such a good time in, in Orlando wish I could join you it's wonderful but I would like to thank 
my guests today, uh, Reverend Trisha Parker, Reverend Bobby Joe Smith, Reverend Raina Templeby. You guys are a blast. You, we're going to have to do this again <laughs> at some point because Bobby Joe, I love you. I, I'm not sure I'd recognize your voice again, but <laughs> I want you to come back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We will definitely. <laughs> All right. He's a Ladies, silent. He's so a silent but power he's most a powerful partner. He, I can <laughs> tell she's powerful because I know she's just observing and taking things in, and the people that are quiet are listening. I'm just saying they're going to use this shit against us later. Just watch. But guys, <laughs> okay. you have. I'm sorry. You never you know. say Bobby Joe. I you know, never see, know. I do I know. keep it in my back I, pocket. I, that's right. <laughs> see, I know. I know. These strong, powerful, quiet women, you got to watch out because they're observing everything we're doing. So just saying. Yep. Guys, thank you again so much. Congratulations on putting together what's going to be thank a fantastic so event. I know it. I really appreciate you coming on this early on a Friday and spending some time with me. Everybody, Summer Magic Festival is happening June 8th through 11th in Orlando, Florida. We've given you the website. We've given you the magic word. You guys know what to do. Check it out. Ladies, I will catch up with you later. Thanks again. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for having us on. Bye. Absolutely. My pleasure. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.